Have you ever dreamed of what life would be like if you were financially free? Yeah, me too. Which is why despite having three children under the age of four and working full time, I decided to start an online business. However, I was not prepared for the chaos starting a business would wreak on my life. I lost sight of the things that were most important to me. The result? I was stressed, overwhelmed, and exhausted with nothing to show for it. I was ready to call it quits. When I realized something, when I keep the most important things in my life stable, that is when I thrive. Now I'm on a mission to inspire other amazing women to do the same. But the real question is, how do we do it? Join me on my journey as I build my financially freeing business using today's top marketing strategies while keeping stability in my home, family, and mind. My name is Johanna Buss, and this is the Stable Mama Podcast. Hey mamas, and welcome back to another episode of the Stable Mama Podcast. Today, I am psyched about this episode because we have with us Emily Whipple. She is a former first grade teacher, mom of two, and the creator of Ugly Honest. Emily started her blog, Ugly Honest, as a passion project four years ago as a way to share her journey through postpartum depression and anxiety. Ugly Honest has grown and evolved. Emily now uses her teaching background to help moms through her signature online course and workshops. The Ugly Honest group on Facebook is a growing community of women celebrating and supporting one another through all things motherhood. Rooted in raw, authentic conversation on vulnerable topics, the Ugly Honest movement seeks to change lives one mama at a time. Oh my goodness, this is going to be such a fabulous episode. I'm part of her amazing community and she is just a phenomenal woman. And today we're going to talk about mom guilt. So I cannot wait to introduce her to you. Hello, Emily. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Joanna. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk to you and just, yeah, dive into all things mom guilt. Yes. Yes, please. <laughs> um, but before we get started, we do have a tradition here on the Stable Mama podcast. And as always, we want to ask that one big question. How do you build your incredible business with this amazing mission while you keep stability in your own home and life? For me, the, the biggest factor has been having a community of support. And that comes from my family and friends, but also having a professional network and just other entrepreneurs that I can connect with who share a similar vision of, of building a great business while also, you know, really reaching for that life that you want. So other moms, often other moms who are interested in building businesses, but they don't want to sacrifice the good of their family for that. So I've just found that surrounding myself with, with those kinds of like-minded individuals has just been huge for my growth, both in the business sense and as a person gotta have your gotta have your mom mom community around you right your people so that you feel supported that's huge and I feel like something that's not readily talked about right is just having that group of women we don't have to do it alone and it's okay to just find your people yeah and that's something I tried to do when I first started my blog and I was starting ugly honest I, I tried to do it by myself I was just it's like okay if I just keep working hard enough and then about a year ago, I finally joined a mastermind and hired a coach. And that was just a liftoff point, total game changer. It was scary and I didn't want to do it, but it has been the biggest needle mover. I know that that's something that you value and talk about. And it truly has been just the biggest shift for me. And I actually think that ties greatly with our topic of mom guilt, because a lot of times we you know, hesitate to invest in ourselves and to grow personally as women, as, as moms, because of that mom guilt. 
Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of times, you know, we were talking a little bit before we hit record, but we were saying that mom guilt gets into everything. It gets into our businesses, it gets into our marriages, our parenting. And I think of it like this tenacious weed where as it starts to creep into one area of your life, it starts to cover the other areas and it just chokes out all the sunlight and joy. Anything that mom guilt like can get into and touch, it just, you can't thrive when you have that that guilt weighing on you and it just it gets into everything and does nothing any good I love that analogy it actually like it gives you a visual to actually feel what it does and and sometimes I feel like that's the hardest part is just like putting into words how you feel so I I really really like that now I know mom guilt is something that's really near and dear to your heart I'm just curious we all struggle with mom guilt why has this become such a passion project for you I think it really has become a passion of mine since the birth of my second child. So Graham is my first, he's my four-year-old. And after he was born, I went through a really challenging period of postpartum depression. And it was something where from the outside, I looked like the stable mom. I had my full-time job and I had a blog, actually I didn't have a blog yet, Um, (laughs) but I had just like different home renovation projects. And from the outside, I had everything my six-year-old self ever wanted. I had the job and the husband and the house and it all looked so good. But on the inside, I was a shell of a person. I was not really experiencing the joy or the pain or, or anything. It was really just this numbness that happened after Graham was born and it went on for a really long time. Um, I didn't end up getting uh, diagnosed until he was about eight months old. And I didn't start feeling better until he was almost a year. And in that period of numbness and that, that feeling of, of loss, of feeling like I didn't get to experience his first year of life and my first year as a mom made me really angry. And that kind of fueled my desire to start a blog and to just start talking with moms openly and honestly about these things that we're told are normal and part of motherhood. I thought it was normal that I was so exhausted and felt like it was normal that I didn't feel like I knew who I was anymore. And because things looked like they were okay from the outside, everybody else thought that it was okay on the inside. And I I think that's kind of what stemmed Ugly Honest and its conception was wanting to just open the door for more authentic conversations with moms. And then after Evie was born, Uh, the postpartum depression came back a little bit, which was, I mean, it wasn't great, but it was, at least I recognized it and I knew it was coming. And as part of my, my treatment, I finally agreed to therapy. And I remember going into therapy with the most overwhelming sense of guilt, guilt that I was taking time away from my kids to go to this appointment, guilt that I had the appointment, that someone else who needed it more didn't have it instead of me. I just didn't feel like I deserved the time or the help or any of it. And that that crush of mom guilt was seeping into everything that I was doing. I, I wasn't really able to, when I got time to myself, I didn't enjoy it because I felt like I should have been with my kids. Or when I had date night with my husband, you know, like that once in a blue moon, we finally got time together. I... I couldn't even be fully present with him because I was just feeling the weight of not being in the right place at the right time 
ever. And that overwhelming feeling as I worked through it and as I I've started to recognize it for what it was, which is completely unfair, it really lit a fire in me to to get to the root of the mom guilt. You know, if we think about it as a weed, you can't just pull it off and think it's going to stay away. You really have to dig in. And it made me want to do that for myself, partly because I wanted to be happy and to live a fuller life, but also so that I could model it for my daughter to know that she could have a future where she didn't have to feel that same crippling guilt creeping into everything. And then as I worked it out for myself and I realized that it was possible to live happy and full and not feel that crush just weighing on me all the time, I started to feel more and more passionate about sharing that with women because I think sometimes we normalize it to the point where, of course, you feel guilty. It's normal to feel guilty. If you don't feel guilty, there's something wrong with you. And that is just not true. And I think it's a really dangerous myth that surrounds moms today. And I, it's one of those things that now I'm just really passionate about talking against and just changing, changing that norm. Wow. You have an incredible story. And I, and I love that you, you called it the, the ugly, honest. Mm-hmm. Did I do that backwards? No, oh, ugly, honest. No, <laughs> okay. The ugly, honest, because it's true. Like so often we just don't talk about what's going on in our lives and it makes it so much harder to deal with. So I love that you opened up the conversation, you created this amazing community and that you're just, you're letting it be okay to talk about it. Thank you. That's been a huge learning curve. And it's something that sometimes I forget how hard it used to be <laughs> to say some of this stuff out loud and, and to talk about, but it's one of those things where I've learned that if I'm vulnerable, it gives others permission to kind of enter in that same space and to be vulnerable and to talk about what they're going through. And when you can speak these things out loud, they stop to have, they stop having power over you. There's a great quote by Brene, Brene Brown that talks about how shame cannot thrive when it's being spoken. So it's, it's one of those things where when you hide the mom guilt, you hide it and you try to stuff it down it just festers and grows. But when you can talk about it, it's a huge step in, in digging it out and getting to the bottom of it. Just amazing. I don't even know where to start. I just, I love this, this whole concept, the whole journey. I guess if, if our listeners are struggling with mom guilt, which I'm guessing probably hundred percent, and I know I am as well, how do we start doing this journey so that we can recognize when we're feeling guilty, not normalize it, but just understand where it's coming from and what it means? The one thing that uh, the first tip that I ever got with dealing with mom guilt, I was at a MOPS meeting and we had a whole conversation about it. And our speaker said, you should sit down and talk to your mom guilt like it's a person. And if you try that, you're going to feel a little crazy. I did. Um, But I remember it, Evie was going through this, this phase. She was, I don't know how old, six, seven months. And it was, I don't know if your kids went through this, but at like dinner time, they just got crazy. (laughs) <laughs> and, and and she went through this, these weeks where after dinner, around dinner, she just needed to be held. And it was that whole sundowning, witching hour, whatever you want to call it. She was a nightmare. And I remember like one night being the one with her upstairs, rocking her and trying to soothe her, feeling guilty, knowing that downstairs, Nick was cleaning up dinner and taking care of Graham and, and doing all those things. And then the next night it was switched. He was upstairs with Evie and I was cleaning up dinner and taking care of Graham. And I was feeling the same crush of guilt. And I was feeling that feeling that 
I should have been up with the baby, but if I was with the baby, I would have been feeling like I should have been in the other place. And when I finally kind of, I sat down on my basement stairs and I said that out loud and I said, I'm feeling guilty tonight because this. And then I kind of thought to myself and I realized I felt guilty for the opposite last night. And I, it's kind of that moment of recognizing if you can't win, maybe you shouldn't feel bad about it. If you're doing the very best that you can and, and you're acting in accordance to your purpose and your values, that guilt really isn't appropriate. It's really, it's something we call inappropriate guilt or unhealthy guilt. And, and that's actually a really important distinction to make as well. So a lot of times this thing we call mom guilt is actually shame. So, and I'm a big believer in the power of words and naming things and being super precise. And, and guilt is when you feel bad about something that you've done. It's actually a good thing. We should have guilt. It's like having our own little Jiminy Cricket to tell us like, oh, you know, you really shouldn't have yelled at your kids. That was not the best choice that you made that doesn't go with what you believe is best, right? But shame is something very different. Shame is feeling bad about who you are. And that's where instead of the, oh, I feel guilty for yelling, it, it turns into, I'm a bad mom, I'm a bad parent. And, and those feelings of shame can get deeper and deeper. And when we start to feel bad about who we are as a parent, that's when things can get a little rocky and a little almost just dangerous to our mental well-being because when we're constantly beating ourselves up and we're engaging in that negative self-talk, we don't give ourselves the opportunity to, to learn or move past it. When there's something that you legitimately feel guilty about, like I'll use the example of yelling at your kids, which is something I did this morning. I mean, it's normal. And as much as I would love to say, I don't do it anymore, it happens. But the guilt is there to tell me that I messed up and I can correct that and I can try to do better. I can apologize to my kids or make amends or make a mental note to get more sleep or whatever it is. I can make a positive change to rectify that, that issue. Whereas shame, if I'm just telling myself, you bad mom, you stink at this, that's very unproductive. There's nothing good or positive that, that can really grow from that. So I think with, with moms, um, a really big thing is when you start to feel those feelings of guilt is to ask yourself, okay, what, what am I feeling bad about specifically? Am I feeling bad that I can't go upstairs and soothe baby? Or am I feeling bad that I can't be in two places at once? Because if you're setting yourself up for, if you're feeling bad about something that's not possible, it's, it's time to just cut yourself some slack and give yourself a little grace because no one can be in two places at once. We, we're not super mom and we have to be realistic with ourselves too. So that's kind of where I would say it's important to start is to really just ask yourself, what is it that I'm feeling? And sometimes you have to say it out loud and it feels silly and it feels weird, but you can gain a lot of clarity by just speaking the words and realizing what you're really feeling. I love this on so many levels. Like I love that you dove into the difference between shame and guilt and really trying to identify what you're actually feeling and then actually listening to it out loud. So that when sometimes we, when you say it out loud, you realize how ridiculous it is and you can, you can take it for what it is versus when it's stuck inside you, for some reason it makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's that when you let it just kind of fester and, and stay inside, it, 
it gives it power to just grow and creep and get into all those other things versus yes, when you speak it out loud, even if you're just saying it to yourself, sometimes you can realize like, that's actually a ridiculous thought. And I can dismiss that one and move on with my day. So true. As you were talking, I was thinking about like how we feel guilty for building a business or how we feel guilty for pursuing our dreams and have that mom guilt that's that's holding us back. How do we come to terms with that mom guilt, understand what it is, and like maybe give ourselves permission to actually work towards our dreams and realize that we're becoming a better version of ourselves so that we can be a better mom? Like, how does that journey take place? And how do we work through that mom guilt? I'm not sure if your or your listeners are familiar with the seven layers of why exercise but it can be really helpful in remembering and realizing your purpose. So it's, it's really simple. A lot of different entrepreneurs talk about it, but the idea is saying, okay, you want to build a business. Why? And then you kind of take that next step and you ask yourself, well, why do you want that? And you keep going down and down and down. And oftentimes the reason that we want to build a business is bigger and deeper than ourselves. Maybe we want, for me, I, I want to make a positive impact on other moms and that's, that's really the heart of the mission and why I do what I do. I also want to show my kids that it's possible to do something a little unconventional and it's it's possible to feel called to something and work really hard at it and see your dreams realized. And and there is the you know the financial component of building a business and wanting to make a certain kind of life for your kids. And I think when you're really clear on why you're doing what you're doing, when that mom guilt starts to pe- starts to creep up again, you can tell it no. Um, like this morning, I dropped my kids off at daycare. I knew I had some meetings and things to do. And sometimes I feel a little bit guilty that they're in daycare because they could be home with me. Like I could be making this work. But I look at that and I remember, no, I have like, these are the goals that I'm trying to hit my kids benefit from seeing me reach those goals and they benefit as a direct result of me reaching those goals. And the mom guilt really has no, no place in that. So it usually helps me if I can, if I can remember my greater purpose and my, my true mission and my values, if I can stay rooted in that, it helps me to send the mom guilt down the stream and just let it keep going. I love that. And I love that you you gave an example from your life because sometimes I think that's really easy to get caught in that cycle and be like, oh, I'm a bad mom because they're not here with me. But sometimes you got to show up as your best self and get things done so that you can show up as your best self with your kids as well. Exactly. If they were here with me right now, I would be, my, my attention would be split. I wouldn't be able to give my best self to this and I wouldn't be giving them my best self either. And I think, like you said, just showing up and being all in and present wherever you are can be a really good strategy too. No, I love it. I love it. The last thing that I'm just kind of curious about, because I know this is something that I've been struggling with is our kids are little and, you know, we never get this time back. And so I feel like a lot of my mom guilt is rooted in that and be like, well, yeah, you're, you're working for this amazing thing that will come to fruition in the future, but why are you not holding on to those moments now? Right. And I think that's where a lot of mom guilt comes from. Like, for example, my two-year-old is obsessed right now with eating her dinner while sitting in my lap. Like, same dinner, just moved over, needs to be eaten in mom's lap. And there's a part of me that gets really frustrated and be like, "Ah, I just want to eat a meal all by myself. 
But at the same time, there's that other side of me that's like, this is only, you know, going to last for so long. And then I feel bad for wanting to have my own space for even five seconds. <laughs> and I think that's a really important thing to talk about too, is there's a lot of pressure on moms to enjoy every minute, soak up every moment, you know, just let it all come in. But but the reality is, is that just because you're a mom doesn't mean you no longer have your own boundaries and your own needs. Like you have a need for space. You have a need to eat your own food and that's okay. And you can enjoy her for a little bit. And then it's okay if you also want, I, my daughter does the same thing. So this is very, um, I can really relate to this, but I think it's, it's okay. And, and it's okay if you're not enjoying every second of it, which is, I think one of those just I've been told by people in the grocery store, my kids are driving me crazy. We've had three meltdowns in one aisle and they see us in the checkout and they're like, oh, they're so sweet. Enjoy every minute. And I'm like, I am not enjoying every minute. Like, this is brutal. I don't think you remember. Like, I think that there was some sort of memory loss that happens. I don't know. So I, I think just even just giving yourself a little grace and you know, taking some of that pressure off because the reality is that you're never going to enjoy 100% of anything that you do. I mean, you could have the best job in the world and there's still probably going to be a couple tasks or pieces that are not going to be your favorite and you're going to do them anyway and it's fine. Um, and I think just giving that space to motherhood is, is important too. Honestly, I have loved every part of this conversation and this is what she does, ladies. This is just a raw, honest conversation about a very sensitive subject and she's brought so much wonderful light to it. Seriously, her community is amazing. I'm going to give her a couple of minutes. Where can we find out more information about you and just continue having these wonderful conversations? Well, the best place to have the conversations is probably in the Facebook community that you mentioned. And it's just called, I mean, you can go to facebook.com slash group slash ugly honest, or just search ugly honest community. And it'll be one of the first things that pops up. It's a pretty raw group. It's a very protected space. Moms in there are very, I call them the guardians of the group because we don't allow mom shaming. And it's its not your typical mom group on Facebook because it's a place where we've given moms the space to be vulnerable and to talk about these hard things without feeling like they're going to be judged or attacked. And and I've seen some ugly things. If you're in a mom group on Facebook, you've seen things. It, it can get nasty really quickly. And, and, and it, sometimes there are things that need to be stopped that happen in our group too. It's not perfect, but overall it's, it's just a really great space for moms to come and experience real conversation and just authentic connections. Um, and then actually I have a little freebie for your, your community, your listeners. They wanna go to uglyhonest.com slash mom guilt. They can download, I have a mom guilt guide where I kind of explain the different definitions of inappropriate guilt and healthy guilt and shame. And then I have a really, in that guide, there's a really awesome diagram that helps moms kind of visually walk their way through. So as well as I try to explain it, I'm a visual person. So having like that, that picture guide is really helpful. So that's um, uglyhonest.com slash mom guilt. Those are probably the two best places. I'm on Instagram, but I am not great at it. Facebook is way better. 
Awesome. And if you ladies really want those links, you can always find them in the show notes. We provide them as well as the link to the amazing freebie. I'm excited. I'll probably be the first one to click the link. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> now, this is, again, just a sneak peek at how amazing she is and just a wonderful job she does at, you know, bringing those those tough conversations to a place where it's it's okay and we can really grow in that kind of environment. So Emily, thank you so much. This has been a fantastic episode. I have learned a lot and I believe uh, the listeners have as well. So thank you so much. Thank you. And thank you for all you do to bring balance and wholeness to the mom entrepreneur community. It's really awesome. The work that you do as well. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's what we, that's all we have for you today. Mama's Uh, Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening. If you liked today's episode, could you please take a minute to rate and review my show? It would mean the world to me. Also, let me know if you have any questions or if there's something in particular that you're struggling with so that we can cover it in future episodes. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out. Remember, progress is being just 1% better today than you were yesterday. You got this, mama. See you on the next episode.